Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. and death. It's crucial. Are you merely in church, but not in Christ? Well, then you're going to go to hell when you die, because church won't get you to heaven. Do you understand? It's a critical thing. If you are not in Christ, then you're separated from Christ, even though you're in church. If you're separated from Christ, well, then when you die, that separation will continue. It's not just going to miraculously change. Now, if you want to be part of his family, he wants you to be. One of the most tragic behaviors of mankind is the tendency to only focus on the here and now rather than eternity. Perhaps even more tragic is the reality that many people are simply in church rather than in Christ. In today's message, Pastor Robert will encourage you to search deep within your heart and truly ask yourself if you're living your life for Christ or for yourself. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Hebrews chapter 6 for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. The Bible's saying to these Hebrews, it's time to grow up. It's time to grow up. Time for them to move beyond the foundational themes that these foundations that had been laid, the doctrine of baptisms, laying on of hands, resurrection of the dead, eternal judgment. He's saying it shouldn't be necessary to review these things over and over and over and over again. There's a time to, to, to go on beyond that. Let's get on to other things. And then the Bible launches into this great debate in verse 4. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift, have become partakers of the Holy Spirit, and have tasted the word of God, the good word of God and the powers of the age to come, if they fall away, to renew them again to repentance, since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God and put him to an open shame. Now, this passage gives us a few more examples of biblical. Christianity, and I emphasize biblical Christianity because Christianity has been and is being reinvented in our world today. It's being reinvented. People are making it something that it's not. It's a new thing, you know, that it's actually not new at all. But this section gives us a few examples. It refers to people having been enlightened. In other words, they were once ignorant, but the ignorance had been removed. You know, Paul, when he addressed the Athenians, confronted that in Acts chapter 17. Paul talked about it. It's like, listen, God was patient with the ignorance of humanity, worshiping, you know, dumb idols and, and, you know, blocks of wood that they carved out and the stars and all these, you know, God was patient with that. But in Acts chapter 17, Paul says he, he was patient, but now he's demanding that men everywhere repent. He says he's appointed a day 
in which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has appointed, having given assurance of this by raising him from the dead. Judgment day is coming, he said. Judgment day is coming. That people who were ignorant, but, but there's, there's no excuse for the ignorance anymore. And there's some, he says, if you've tasted this, you've, you've been enlightened, tasted the heavenly gift, become partakers of the Holy Spirit. Guys, that's another important mark of a Christian, according to the Bible. Having tasted the heavenly gift, become partakers of the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8, verse 9 says, Now if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. Now listen, that doesn't mean if you don't speak in tongues, you're not a Christian. What it does mean is if the Holy Spirit is not living inside you, you're still dead. And if you're still dead, you're going to hell when you die. Because only live people go to heaven. Verse 14, it continues, Romans chapter 8, verse 14, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. What he's saying there is, if you're led by Him, you're following Him, you're part of the family, you're paying attention to Him, and you're allowing Him to instruct you, you're allowing Him to change you, you're allowing Him to lead you, well, then it's clear you're part of the family. If you're not doing that, well, then apparently... You're not part of the family. You don't know him. Because if you know him, you want him in charge. You understand he actually knows where he's going. You come to grips with it's like, wow, he's God. Why would I not want him in charge? Why would I not want him teaching me and leading me? And Why would I not want him showing me the way? And so he says having God himself alive in your heart and leading you, it's a crucial mark of a Christian. Hebrews chapter, chapter 6 continues by saying that they have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come. They'd been taught from the scriptures. They'd witnessed God working supernaturally in their own lives and in the lives of, of other people. And, and we have to pause right there because, guys, I, I have to say this is not true for some of you. These things are not true for some of you. And I'm not saying that to, to wag my finger in, in your face. I'm, I'm saying it because I, I'm so concerned that, you know, at that final trumpet blast, I'm going to be standing there looking around, and some of you are going to be there, and some of you are not. And that scares me a little bit. It worries me for you. Because you've been taught, you've, you've seen God working, but you've, you've not tasted the Holy Spirit. You've not been a partaker. You know, like the heartbroken father of the drug-addicted daughter said, we raised our little girl in church, but not in Christ. What a heartbreaking thing. There is a difference, and you have to know that, and you need to grapple with it. I, I'm, I'm not here to judge you because I don't know your heart. I really don't know. I really can, I can't know. That's between you and God, but you need to figure it out. It's, it's life and death. It's crucial. Are you merely in church but not in Christ? Well, then you're going to go to hell when you die because church won't get you to heaven. Do you understand? It's a critical thing. If you are not in Christ, then you're separated from Christ, even though you're in church. If you're separated from Christ, well, then when you die, that separation will continue. It's not just going to miraculously change. Now, if you want to be part of His family, He wants you to be. But if you're still allowing your physical desires and emotions to, to lead you, you know, if your decisions are, are almost always based on what you want, what you think you need, what's in your best interest, what you're feeling, well, then clearly the Holy Spirit is not the one leading you. 
You're leading you. It's what you want. It's what you think's best for you. It's where's the money. It's what's going to make you more comfortable. And well, that's not the Holy Spirit. That's your flesh. Who's in charge? If he's not leading you, he's not in you. Because he doesn't move in if the person isn't ready for him to take over. That's what he does. He's God. He created you. You belong to him. He takes a back seat to nobody. Now, the good news is you can choose right this very second to turn away from that incomplete life without him, and you can choose right now to, to let him take over. You can say to him, okay, I, I, I get it. I see that. I, I want you to take over. Just tell him you're sorry. Ask him to please take control, and then thank him for his mercy. It's as simple as that. He wants it so much. That's why Jesus came and died for us. Sorry, please, and thank you, right? Lord, I'm so sorry. I get it. Please, here I am. Thank you for, for your patience. Thank you for your mercy. Big part of my prayer every morning, Lord, thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your patience with me. Thank you for your grace. Hebrews 6 continues at verse 6 saying that it's impossible if they fall away to renew them again to repentance. Since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God and put Him to open shame. For the earth which drinks in the rain that often comes upon it and bears herbs useful for those by whom it is cultivated receives blessing from God. But if it bears thorns and briars, it's rejected and near to being cursed, whose end is to be burned. Now, now listen, it's a powerful warning. And there's so much in there that needs to be explored and dissected. It points us to Mark chapter 4 and the parable of the sower. Jesus said, listen, behold, a sower went out to sow, and it happened as he sowed that some of the seed fell by the wayside, and the birds of the air came and devoured it. Some fell on stony ground where it did not have much earth, and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. Some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no crop. But other seed fell on good ground and yielded a crop that sprang up, increased, and produced. Some thirtyfold, some sixty, some a hundred. And he said to them, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. But the Bible says they didn't understand it. They didn't understand the parable. And so in verse 13, he explained it. He said to them, do you not understand this parable? How then will you understand all the parables? The sower sows the word. We're so blessed to be able to bring you messages from the pages of the Bible right here on Main Thing Radio. We hope you'll tune in again, but in the meantime, you can find more teachings from Pastor Robert online at MainThingRadio.com. Listen to more messages there or learn about this program. Before we come to the end of our time with you today, we'd like to ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. With more, here's Pastor Robert. We could really use your help. And you know, the, well, the Bible says that we partner together. When you support what we're doing in presenting the Word of God and the Gospel of Jesus Christ through the airwaves, we become partners in ministry, and we, we could really use some partners. So would you pray about making a donation today? Thanks. God bless you. Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website once more is MainThingRadio.com. Would you also keep us in your prayers? We so appreciate your partnership and that you're a part of our valued listening audience. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio. 